Hello and welcome to the season finale of this season's Movie Quest. If this is your first time listening to Movie Quest, we are a podcast where three friends pick films, watch them, pit them against each other. And this is the episode where we put them against each other. If this is your first time listening, as I said already, you should go back to the start and listen to the, you know, the other films that we've watched because you'd be coming in and it would just it would be silly because you wouldn't understand what we're talking about unless you've seen the films, wouldn't it? I'm joined by my co-hosts, Anthony McLaughlin. Howdy. Johnny. P. Rice. Hi there. Hey. Guys. You all right, boys? How are you? You all right? You good? Yeah. Long time no see. Long time no see. Well, we actually haven't seen each other's wonderful faces in the flesh for, for quite some time, have we? I'm, go- I'm going a bit stir crazy, to be honest. Are you actually? I really, I really want to get out of the house. I posted a, a, a message to some, one of our group chats today saying, please, can someone tell me what I need to get in terms of a bike? Because I, I, I need to get out and do some exercise and get out of the house. Because I'm going a bit crazy. Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not fun, um, obviously. The UK and most of the world is in lockdown at the moment, but... Um, greater good, that's what I say. all for the greater good. It is all for the greater good, indeed. So speaking to... of good, we're going to pick the the best the best film of the season this season so far. Um so essentially what we do is we we pick a theme. So this theme has been water. Um and we've chosen six films uh, based on that theme. And I have a sneaky feeling that you have the list in front of you to share with the listeners. I don't know what you're talking about mate. I've not got any list. Have we not watched any films? No. Okay, the list for this season uh, was as follows it's Waterworld was Johnny's first pick Captain Phillips was my first pick Ponyo it's Aaron's Pacific Rim Aaron's again then The Abyss was mine and then for that, finally Johnny's pick was Agura Wrath of God Agura Wrath of God I win because Waterworld's got water in the title well, I could argue that Pacific also has a an ocean in what, the title as well. So. Yeah, but water is definitely water, isn't it? That's I can't true. argue with that. You do, do you get bonus points for that? Unfortunately, we're not using a points-based system, but what we are doing is it's almost like a knockout. So essentially what we'll do is we'll, we'll pick two films out of a hat and we'll pit them against each other. So we'll argue for and against... And one will go into the winner's bracket and one will go into the loser's bracket. And then eventually what you'll see is like we'll have a three films in the winner's bracket and three films in the loser's bracket and we'll pick the worst film to go to the very bottom and we'll pick the best film to go to the very top and we'll put them in some sort of weird order and it probably won't make sense and the best film probably won't win, which is Ponyo. Um, but before we get onto that... Aaron, you're putting all your cards out on the table already. Uh, am I? Gotta be poker face. You can't... You know, if we weren't doing a Zoom call, then I probably could have a poker face, but we're currently be prepared to be disappointed yeah that's it that's so true <laughs> yeah if you set yourself for up for a fall then can we just should. have a, a recap of who who's won the last few uh lists uh, so yeah. for the first season who came first that was me with fifth I, element i came i came first that was a good film then i think did you win the next season was that tarantino tarantino I won with Kill Bill. Yeah, that was oh trying. yeah, mm, great, great, great. Still, great. don't think that was the correct answer. <laughs> Salty. And you've won something, though. One. What have you won? I'm sure you've won something. Nothing. You've not won anything yet. When did we do Halloween? What season was that? Oh, Halloween. Sorry, I forgot about that one. Yes, I won Halloween. I think. Poltergeist. Poltergeist, yeah. I forgot about that season. <laughs> but the, the, the weird thing about Halloween is that's going to continue to grow, isn't it? That list is going to get bigger. Yeah, we're so going to add more to it, sure. Yeah, so, but you're the current current champion for the, you've got the Halloween crown. It's because I'm firmly planted the, on your head. I'm the spookiest one of us. Ooh, well, you know, who knows? Um, before we get into, you know, announcing Ponyo as the winner, um, I just want to talk briefly about what we want to do with next season. So essentially next season we want to do like a mini series um, and it involves you guys, the listeners mostly. So we want to pick, or we want you, sorry, to pick a film and send it in and we will pick 
one of those films out of a hat and review that one and talk about it. So hopefully we we hope to do, what is it, four films in total? Yeah, I'd like also, for when people send them in, if they could just write a couple of lines about why they've picked this film. Doesn't necessarily have to be the favorite film of all time or whatever, but if you know, if they have a good reason why we should watch it and just to get us like excited about watching it. Yeah, I just think because we're in lockdown, we'd like to watch films that people want to watch that our listeners want to watch. So, like, you should send in some audio clips of what you thought of the film as well, so we could include it in the podcast. Yeah, go for it if you want to do that. That'd be great. Absolutely, dying to like experiment and just hear what you guys have to say. But yeah, if you if you could get those in to us, we're going to give you a week. To, to send them all into us um, and then we'll start picking them out um, and announcing them on our Instagram. You can follow us on Instagram at MovieQuest on Instagram. Is that right? Yeah, I completely forgot that we didn't do it in the last episode. Oh, we didn't do it in the last episode. Oh, that's fine. Don't that's because uh, Johnny, the host, didn't didn't prompt us to do it, Johnny, did you? Sorry, I'm sat in my living room because my internet won't work upstairs and it's just not ideal. It's not ideal conditions. Excuses, we should all be sat in the excuses. same room. We all have our defined roles and <laughs> none, none of those things are happening at the minute. It's all online. Are you blaming, like, you're, not, you're not telling the socials on the COVID uh, c- coronavirus? Is that what you're blaming, Johnny? Are you bl- blaming the worldwide epidemic on the fact that you didn't tell everyone what the email and, and Instagram name I mean, was? We could have well, actually yeah. know. Couldn't we? we could have probably said. I wasn't the host for the last episode. <laughs> yeah, right, it's Aaron. true. Wasn't my Just, responsibility. Just looking at your hairstyle, Ant, you're giving me uh, vibes of Danny from The Shining. <laughs> Talking about that, oh man, I was taking, I was putting Annabelle to bed the other day, and for some reason she was just, she was just like speaking like Danny was from The Shining. So you know, he's like, he's like, red, she's like, <laughs> she's like, mommy, mommy. I was like, what, what are you doing, Annabelle? This is freaking me out. It was just like that just like it and it oh man she was just, i don't know what she, she's a she's a funny girl anyway yes speaking of getting in contact you can email us at podcast at moviequest.com that's right i'm looking at Ant for a, an acknowledgement i it's just a blurry no noise yeah. no i was right yes correct, oh yeah. look at that i didn't even look at it so yeah you can get in contact via email as well so don't don't think that instagram is the only way to to contact us but we will be doing the film draws on instagram so you might as well drop us a wee follow on there anyway aaron wasn't there some feedback from someone the other day i'm sure we got some feedback from a listener what was the feedback i believe a mr lewis was complaining about me not giving anyone an address the ongoing joke is please send me some pizza and then he was saying that I never ever tell anyone what address I can give him. So, uh, on that note, just send me a message and I'll 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 privately message you my address and you can send me some pizza. Thanks. I really hope that you get some pizza out of this. I mean, the amount of money I put into this podcast, well, <laughs> should get a pizza, shouldn't I? I'm surprised we've all got reeves over our head. The amount of time and effort and money we've put into this podcast. Oh, so much money. Shall we um, duke it out, boys? Let's stop frolicking in the waves and let's get on to the deep sea. Excellent. Right. So, as I said before, we're going to pick two films out of a hat at random and pit them against each other. And hopefully there won't be any really awkward moments when the two best films, Ponyo, um, gets put against, you know, a rubbish film and gets through. Anyway, right, I'm going to do it. Um, You ready, boys? The first film we're going to be talking about tonight is... Captain Phillips, Anthony's Ooh, pick. Okay. So, do you want me to talk about Captain Phillips first, and then we'll pull the next one, or do you want to do that? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think so. I think so. Okay. Why did you choose this film? Oh, why did I choose this film? Um, I picked it because I really like the director Paul Greengrass. I think he makes really uh, impactful and intense films that are usually based around something that's factual or a real life story and i remember specifically when i was trying to think of like trying to think of like films related to you know the water or oceans or anything that would fit with the season this stood out to me like 
quite a bit. Mm-hmm. It's one of the films that I watched in the last, obviously, like 10 years, I think it came out 2013, that really stuck out to me. Um, I watched it a few times at the cinema when it came out, and I think it's probably mostly down to the fact how real it feels and how much of a, an amazing performance that Tom Hanks gives. Um, he really sells it, and you, even though he's like one of the most recognisable actors in the whole world or whatever he really you really forget that it's Tom Hanks and you just believe that you're watching this captain trying to save his crew and trying to survive a situation with with these desperate terrorists or pirates should I say Um, yeah I think that like the way it's shot the the um, the other actors and the other characters in the in the film also really help like the other crew members like really really sell it um yeah i don't know like just overall as a film it just it feels like you you what you're watching it and it's just an intense thrill ride all the way through mm-hmm. and it just grips you the entire time there's like parts of it that were sort of similar to the you know zero dark 30 with the sort of uh, Navy SEALs come in to sort of come, come in and take out the, the pirates there's the whole like chase scene towards the end there's the st- bits at the start it's just like uh, it's just such a well made and and it keeps well made film it keeps you just like on edge the whole time and um, yeah I just really really love those sorts of films mm-hmm. um, yeah so that's probably that's why I picked it yeah. okay good 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 okay well um, we'll move on to our um Next one. Please uh, don't be my film. What is it? It's, it's Ponyo. <laughs> it's Ponyo in it. Oh, gosh, I really didn't want anything to come up against. I didn't oh, want any of my horrible. picks to come up against Captain Phillips. Oh, no. Okay. Um, so Ponyo. Aaron, this is your. This is your like your premise. Okay, so Pon- Ponyo um, isn't my favorite. Ghibli film by any stretch of the imagination, but it is a wonderful tale of two children who become friends. Um, one is a sea princess, I guess. She's a princess of the ocean um, and decides to become human and befriends this little boy and yada, yada, yada. I don't know. It's a beautiful, beautiful story. Um, I think it depicts a young child's imagination very well i love the way that the relationships between the adults and well in fact of all ages even from the very young to the very old like the way all the characters interact with each other are all just it's just a really nice um it's a very enjoyable watch i think ghibli do family friendly films very well i don't think it's without its faults but i think even with those faults like it's still a beautifully depicted story. I don't really know what else to say other than I think if you've never seen Ponyo before, you should definitely go see it. And if you've got children of a certain age, I think this film would fit quite perfectly into into like a nice evening to watch with them. I don't. I mean, I think during the podcast we discussed maybe I don't know what eleven year old maybe might be the a good age because this, this if you if, you, if you could yeah I think any younger you probably would probably lose them their interest. Um, for for me, this film is more. It just makes me think feel of like. It takes me to a place. It's a, it's a place and a feel and a vibe. Not necessarily the story too much. The story is whatever. The story is fine. It's more just the the, the atmosphere of, of the Ghibli films that really, that, especially with this film, it's like the location, the the the, the ocean, the, the the characters. But like, for me, it's the yeah, it's the it's the vibe and just like oh, it's like. Going back, it's like going to somewhere like a really nice holiday destination. Mm, you just go, you mm. go there, you want to chill out there, going to a nice little cottage on the next to the sea or whatever. It just makes you, it's like a little break from reality. And uh, yeah, that, that, that's, I mean, I, I mean, I, I really like this film as well. I think it's a, it's a great film. I think um, one of the reasons I chose it is like, you know, the ocean scene with all the like fish that make up, that are drawn in to make up the ocean. It's quite an iconic moment. And I think it's quite Which a striking Which is running for the waves. Yeah, I think it's like quite an iconic seen in the film and it just really when i when when i think of water it, that is something that comes to mind um and that's why i chose this film or one of the main reasons i chose this film i think and i also chose it because i hope that 
even though I knew that you both of you had seen it, because we all, I think we all went to see it together. Um, I, I think that it, hopefully it would have challenged the listeners to go and watch a Ghibli film. That being said, it is Nye versus Captain Phillips. Basically, the two opposite ends of the spectrum. Johnny, do you want to do, do you care to wager in on either of these two? Well, I mean, is it is it just these two versus? Are we adding a third one into the list, or is it these two against each other? See, for now, it's these other. two against each other. Well, for now, these two against each other. There's a clear winner, and the clear winner is Captain Phillips. Uh, Ponyo is a Ghibli film, but it's definitely not one of my favourites. I can there there is some beautiful animation in there. Like when the waves start coming in, and uh, Ponyo first kind of like gets out of the sea, and the waves start trying to capture it back out of uh, back into the sea. Like that's like really cool and really interesting. But Captain Phillips, like I really love like uh, those kind of documentary film style films, like Zero Dark Thirty, and yeah, I was. Um, on the verge of crying when I first saw this film in the cinema. Um, yeah, just it's got a lot more feel in it for me, and it's just way more up my street. But um, you know, another person on this same sofa might say that Ponyo is so. Um, yeah, that's just where I stand on it. Unfortunately, I have to agree with Johnny. I think, although it's tricky because because you look at it for the season. Like, oh, what sums up water best? And then, I mean, Ponyo is like, I think, mean, I think Ponyo would be tricky to do. The, the story would be tricky to do without it being set in the water. And like, it's just, it's just like, it is core to that film. Um, but there are parts of that film that drag a little bit to me. And I think Captain Phillips is just all the way through. I enjoy pretty much the whole way through the film. Like, it's just. I think it nails it, and it's like a complete opposite ends of the spectrum. It's ridiculous that we're even comparing the two, to be honest. <laughs> but um, we are, so yeah. I mean, I love, I love Ponyo. I think it's a great film. I do <clears throat> prefer some other other Ghibli films more, um, but yeah, unfortunately, I'm gonna have to say that I would prepare, prefer prefer um, Phillips over Ponyo. I'm absolutely one hundred percent okay with Ponyo coming up against Captain Phillips and losing because I, I totally, totally agree with, with like the Captain Phillips emotionally it is just amazing that, you know, Tom Hanks does a wonderful job. Um, in fact, all, all the cast do an amazing job, but that film is a, also a beautiful film in a different sort of way. Emotionally, it's beautiful and very capturing, captivating, sorry. Um, and you know, Ponyo also, you know, ticks boxes for me and makes me very happy that Captain Phillips just is a better film. And I'm I am absolutely okay with Ponyo dropping into the losers bracket. I think like no one's saying Ponyo's not a good film. Like I mean, Ponyo like I'm I, I, in like five, six, seven years time when Annabelle's old enough. I'm so looking forward to pop, pop, popping it on. Going back into that world, getting teleported back into that lovely place, and just having that vibe again. Whereas Captain Phillips, I could probably watch it tonight and enjoy it, and just be like, just because I'm yeah, like, it's such you're a, right. you're right, you know, impactful and on your on your edge of your seat sort of film that I could easily watch it tonight. Whereas I don't, fan, I wouldn't want to fancy watching Ponyo, you know, because I've only watched it recently. It's like, oh yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit too slow and a bit. Yeah, it's not really. It's just not the story that grips you in that film. It's more the vibe and the feel and the animation. But yeah, definitely a great film. Just unfortunate to go up against Captain Phillips in the first round. So it looks like Captain Phillips is the clear winner. That's going to go forward, and Ponyo is going to go down. Right, next choice, lads. The Abyss. Okay. And and the film. So the abyss, oh man, it's this is so difficult. Like, I don't know how you're gonna be able to beat this. I mean, the abyss is just like, <laughs> it's a. Uh, I mean, it's a it's a point in movie history everyone th- talks about. I think like everyone talks about the abyss. Yeah, um, I never seen phenomenon. it until you said. I mean, like it's probably. I mean, it's got to be up there with the top twenty five IMDb IMDb movies of all time. I mean, it won so many Oscars. Like it was amazing. Um, 
like so one of James Cameron's first films like you know he went on to make some of the biggest uh, budget films of all time uh, making the, the most money of all time with Titanic and Avatar I mean it just shows you what sort of good pair of hands he Abyss was in um, all the actors loved being in the film it was great they all had a great time um, I mean the fact that they had chemical burns from the from the chlorine in the water that's just you know yeah but you also got to be in the Abyss one of the best films ever made it's a very long winded story but you could say long-winded or you could say in-depth and well and uh an interestingly written story <laughs> with lots of twists and turns uh definitely not too long of a film it, it it's you know it's it's what is it two, <laughs> two is it two hours definitely not too long is of it a film. two hours was it two hours 45 minutes aaron but i mean if well, it, two hours 50 but, 50 minutes if you've yeah, seen the extended but I bet version. it felt quicker than a girl wrath of god eh um i mean it was Ooh. it was i mean it was long but you know it felt like it went like a, a, a speedy a speedy speedy rate um i mean i remember looking down and realizing i was halfway through and thinking Wow, that 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 flew past in about five minutes. Um, so yeah, the film itself uh, has some. Uh, I'm going to talk properly now. Been talking rubbish for the last uh, couple of minutes. Uh, it's a good film. It's it's well made. It's interestingly made because it, it everything's pretty much practical. Um, it's, it's obviously James Cameron testing stuff out. Put, I think he, it's him pushing his actors to extremes and then getting, getting some interesting performances out of them. Um, I think there's better films in the in the similar um, in the similar genre. So, like, I'd much prefer to watch something like Aliens or um, Interstellar or something like that rather than this. That's not in the water-based genre, though. No, that's true, Johnny. Thank you for that. I mean, in the water-based alien genre this has got to be definitely a top 20 um but yeah i mean it was definitely pushing the boundaries of cgi with the with the with the sort of water creatures and um some of the like filming under the water was definitely pushing the boundaries there but i think it's a bit probably a bit too long and trying a bit do a bit too much and having too many story arcs and it gets a bit too uh, a bit too much so like i really i like the film but I, w- I couldn't. I could honestly say it was that good um, of a film, and I, I wouldn't. I probably could nominate it myself to go into the losers <laughs> bracket unless a couple of films come up. We'll see what what comes up next. I would choose the next film unless Johnny, you've got something to say about it, the Abyss. I really enjoyed the Abyss. I thought it was a great choice for Ant. Really fresh um, into that list of films. There, um, I was. I was in it. Like I. I thought that the cpr scene was excellent that was a good scene uh, yeah. i was i was, was I, I was on the edge of my seat made me laugh it didn't make me laugh i was like flipping it <laughs> she's dying uh i was on the edge of my seat watching that i thought like it was one of the best cpr scenes i've seen in a film and yeah i just thought it was an unusual concept uh and watching it you just sort of felt like gosh this is real pe- actual real people are doing this like, it is impressive like, isn't it? it's really impressive what they did yeah um so yeah i mean it's probably not up everyone's street but it definitely was you know up my street so well done and great pick i'm t- i'm telling you now that it is not going through because it had the best cpr scene in any <laughs> film history like it that it does not warrant why it's no no it's not good enough unless it's coming up against a certain film that you you know the listeners and you both know I didn't enjoy, then there's no way that this is going to get through. Well, what's the next pick? Pacific Rim. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'm so happy that it's, yes. And I just want you to know that I've not been cheating. I didn't know that I just put them all at random. Okay, Pacific Rim. Big robots fighting big monsters. Good CGI. Silly story epic in all proportions i chose this film because i just wanted to watch big robots beat up big monsters that is pure and simple it, you know and it's called pacific rim because he fight in the war it's an excuse because it has water in the title i was like yep it's excellent i can watch a film that i really enjoy this film is better than the abyss 
this film is arguably one of the best films I've watched this season. So, but well, you know, if you guys don't have anything to say, I don't know why we should even talk about this. Pacific Rim is better than The Abyss. Please don't make me debate this. Is that really your opinion? That, that that's his argument, Johnny. He's just going to say it's better, and that's it. Come on, you got you got to justify the reason why why is it better. You got to justify it, like James Cameron. He directed the Titanic Excellent. and Avatar. That and Avatar. An, uh, Avatar, bad film. What? Uh, Made so Titanic, much money. Overrated. It's not overrated. It's a good film. The only good film that he's done, he's done two good films, actually. He's done uh, Aliens, which is a great film. Yeah. And he did Terminator 2, and also a great Terminator film. Terminator 1. Did he do Terminator mm-hmm. 1? Terminator is such a good film. It is a good film. But The Abyss isn't, so... Oh, I don't know. Aaron, like... you're, just, you're just so because you watched the really extended long extended yeah, you version. you the extended long version. I got... No, because I got the funny tidal wave scene. <laughs> I... No, I, yeah, it was so long. So, Aaron, what you're saying is that the film you're saying is is the better water film is one that we, you just said the water doesn't really matter. Not really, no. Like, I mean, obviously, it's based on like the anomaly is in the Pacific, the tectonic plates, and most of the fights happen in, in the water, which is pretty cool. Obviously, the final scene set in the water, but um, the water plays a fairly big part. But the biggest part of the film is is giant robots come on why did you pick that film what 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 why did you pick it for us to watch what what was the what was your i knew it would be it's an exciting riveting watch it's really like fun and it's silly like in all the best ways like you to get an action film that doesn't take itself too seriously but takes itself seriously enough that you enjoy it it's hard to find like you know, there's a lot of films out there that kind of do a similar sort of genre and it just sucks. Like, if you look at loads of the most recent, like, Godzilla films, haven't been able to sort of hone that in. I mean, you guys have seen it. You enjoyed it. I know that you loved it. I know that you loved it. Just let the abyss go through. No, I don't let the abyss okay, go through. Okay. Let, let, Pacific Rim, <laughs> let Pacific Rim go through. I don't know why. I I'm, I'm, um, I mean, Pacific Rim, like you say, it's, it's a silly film. It has a very... It actually has a fairly well thought out plot, I think, or story, but it doesn't really matter the story. It's got some backstory and it's got a bit of a, it's more of a world building sort of thing. That that's what more it's important that with that film It's like what the rules, what what what's the world that we're, we're existing in right now. The characters themselves don't really matter. It could literally just be like action figures and it, you know whatever. As long as it looks cool, that's mainly what it's going for. I think. It's massively done by Guillermo del Toro. The way he he shoots that film, he's able to make you feel the the epic size of the of the of the Jaegers mm. and of the um, the kaiju. Um, and yeah, I think I think visually it still holds up. Although it's, I think you know, it's it's it, it still holds up. I think well, I think it's one of those films that look, looks better when, at the cinema. I think. Because it's you know when you see it up at a massive um, size screen, it, it helps. Could you imagine the Toy Story Pixar team doing Pacific Rim? Like how amazing that could potentially look. Uh, yeah, I mean, okay, yeah, like with especially with more recent um, like CGI and stuff. I'm pretty sure didn't didn't Weta do Pacific Rim? Well, I have no idea. No, it's Industrial Light and Magic. So it was the guys, just industrial like magic, you know, <laughs> just those guys who did the CGI, the you know the the people who basically invented the entire the medium, medium, yeah, of of CGI. But but I mean Johnny's point. Imagine if Toy Story um, Pixar guys did it. You know what I mean? Could be much better. Just imagine, like like, just imagine if they had have done it. I mean, the film looks amazing. Like, I think the CGI still stacks up today. Like, I thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed myself watching this film. I had seen it once before. That was at the cinema, and I bought it as soon as it came out. And I was kind of nervous going in because I was like, oh, what if the CGI, like, doesn't add up? Or 
what if like I'd built up in my head to be this thing that it wasn't because obviously I think in the box office like it didn't do too well people thought it was all right and then when I was watching it I was like nope I'm in this film is so good it's just like pure excitement start to finish I mean even the character you say like we're saying the characters don't matter and stuff but like Charlie Day's character is you you need a bit of that comic you know comic humor added in you've got um Idris Elba being some sort of like I don't know, he's like some crazy leader guy with a nosebleed because he he goes into the rift too much or whatever. But yeah, I mean, um, I'm happy. I'm happy for this to to beat out the abyss. Like I enjoyed the abyss, but I think uh, it it doesn't really hold up. And there's better films of that of that like that are out that I think would be be better watching. Whereas the whereas Pacific Rim, I think it's probably one of the better. Of those sort of um, big, big, what they called the sort of kaiju movies like Godzilla, King of Co- King Kong, that sort of stuff. Like I think this whole this is probably one of the better ones of those, and I think it, in its own little genre, it holds up, and I think it's probably a better film out of the two. So I'm happy to, to put it through to the winners bracket. Excellent, very happy with that. That's two votes, Johnny. Your vote doesn't matter, so oh well. But I'm sure you would have chosen the Pacific Rim over the Abyss. You enjoyed like, it, didn't you, Johnny? Like the Abyss, the the story of the Abyss, I enjoyed more. But the the magnitude of the robots in Pacific Rim was also very good. I do have a gripe about Pacific Rim, and it was the the weird kind of two people joining into one, and they've got to have like these feelings to be able to get on and to be able to fight together really well. And I was just like, oh, I can't be bothered with that. Can we just have some more fighting? <laughs> the very, the most loosest base of a of tr- tr- trying to get two characters to sort of have some connection to each other. Yeah, and Johnny's just like, I'll ah, get rid of that. Don't bother with that. Just yeah. Well, it's, it's just like I, I really don't care about this. Could you just please get back to the fighting? Um, like. I didn't like that bit. I really didn't like that bit. So that's my gripe with that. But like as a whole, like Pacific Rim was quite good. Um, enjoyable fight scenes. Idris Elba just being like the most weirdest version of Idris Elba because he usually plays like <laughs> the like a very similar character in most of his other other films. Um, and like this one, yeah. he's playing like some like weird anime sergeant character um i mean that was interesting to see johnny you've got to do a lot of talking now because you both your picks are oh, okay fighting. well which one you... which one's coming out of the um... hat first no i'm gonna let you oh, choose you can johnny choose gonna to... have to pick one of well at least that means one of johnny's is gonna get into the winner's bracket because he gets to pick he gets two yes, to pick from that is true i know which one i'm gonna be fighting for to go through to the winner's bracket um uh but before you begin with your, uh, you're talking about films. How do you feel that both your films have been put against each other? I really didn't, genuinely didn't want that to happen to anyone. I mean, I wanted everyone to sort of face each other, but it's, it sucks. It's like trying to choose over two of your children uh, at this point in time. <laughs> uh, these films both dear to my heart. Um, I picked these because I think that these are both the best water-based films in the water-based films genre. <laughs> And, that famous John. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I do feel that they deserve the recognition of being the movie quest uh, splash awards. What are we naming this? The wettest film awards, <laughs> or I I can't remember what we decided on in the end. But the film that made the biggest splash. The, yeah, the film that made the biggest splash, and these two out of the six that we've watched have definitely made the biggest splash in my life. Uh, so. Let's let's start with Waterworld, which is definitely the best water-based film with Kevin Costner on this list. And <laughs> I just think, you know, it's outlandish. It's, you know, if we didn't have that, we wouldn't have the remake of Mad Max. It's obviously a, cl- a clear sequel just uh, because the guy took 10 years, well, no, what, 15, 20 years to think about it after, after Waterworld came out because he thought, oh, I best not bring this again. Uh, until the the waves of Waterworld have settled down a bit, otherwise people will think I'm just copying off the or riding the waves of it. Um, it's a fantastic film. Everyone should watch it at least once. 
Um, Kevin Costner acting at his best. Um, amazing set design. Amazing opening shot to the film. Johnny. Amazing opening shot, which I've seen multiple times. <laughs> I could, I could act it out. Uh, shot for shot if, if needed to at gunpoint you know it's got a really good story about environmentalism and isn't that really what we need at this point in our lives right now with all the stuff that's going on in the world if we just looked after the world a little bit more wouldn't we be in a better place um i know that you guys are both really passionate about the film because you've mentioned it when we spoke about it um yeah, yeah. very passionate about what you know this must be the fifth or sixth time that I've I've seen the film, and yeah, I really can't um, can't suggest it high enough to be voted at least you know in the top one or two films out of this list. I do want to echo what you you said when you said I do think everyone should watch it at least once. I think this is a film that needs to be watched. At least once. Oh, certainly, definitely, yeah. Because it is a weird experience. I, I didn't hate it. It was just it takes you along on a on a wild ride on the oceans. Um, it takes you just like surfing the net. It's like an odd dystopian. It's a take. it's a gem, really. It's a real. It's a, a gem that a lot of people have forgotten about over time. And I think a lot of people can get quite snooty about Waterworld um, because of some of the poor acting and some of the lacking, lack of dialogue in in places. But if you really look past that, it's a, re- it's a really beautiful film. It's iconic. Really beautiful film where the first opening shot is in whizzing in a bottle. Mm. No, I mean, that's just the first opening shot. Um, there's some really great scenes in in that whole film. I mean, it's really hard to talk about both of the picks. The second film, Agri Wrath of God. Speaking of pee in a bottle, that's not very nice, Aaron. That's nasty. Agri Agri Wrath of God. Definitely the best foreign language film out of the list. Um, <laughs> Agri Wrath of God. Uh, Werner Herzog. Actually, I've done some research just recently and it is the highest rated film out of this list on IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes. So technically, that is the true winner overall. Well, I'm, let's, I'm glad that we are not Rotten Tomatoes or IMDb then, isn't it? A better on Metacritic, that. it's even better. I'm sure of it. Um, but yeah, it's the, the highest rated film out of the list of films that, that we've got here in front of us. So really, I should just let that do the talking for me. But I will continue to ramble on about this for the next two minutes uh, just to show that it is a fantastic film. Um, it Water plays such a crucial part in this film um, on these conquistadors' adventure into finding or look trying to find uh, the hidden city of gold, which was failed on them. Uh, from the start it never existed it was a lie that these um, people created for them to get lost in the jungle and it's a story of betrayal and um, uh, descent into madness it's a character study on um, how people can become twisted and vile and um, really just horrible people uh, and you know, bring everyone down around them. Um, it's it's a beautiful film at the same time, shot in Peru on a very very low budget, uh, with um, a madman and a creative genius as the director. You know, with that amount of budget, I, I really don't think any other director would have got that amount of footage out of the film. So for that, it surely should be number one out of our list. Johnny, you convinced me. I think Aguero should be in the winner's bracket. Thank you, Ant. So that's going through. Aguero, Rafa, God. No, you're kidding me. You would you would choose that film over Waterworld. Johnny, just convinced me. Just think about that budget. Do you think for 300 grand, you could, you could film in Peru with 200 cast, 400 monkeys... I 
uh, <laughs> there was a horse on, there was a horse on the raft how, how did they get the horse to stay on the raft how There was a toilet on the raft. There was a toilet on the raft. <laughs> and the fact, that, the fact of the matter is, as well, that half of the budget was taken up by the yeah, flipping but actor yeah, as one well, third so. of it went to Kinski. He took it. He took a third so of it, he, and he didn't want to do how it. How did he get the monkeys? He, he didn't even like, want to do his vocals. You know, he was Werner Herzog did the best he could <laughs> with the resources that he had. You know, he's trying to do a good job, and it's it's a great film. I really, I really think. Could you imagine? Should, being Watch that being that petty that you don't even want you've just gone and filmed this amazing it's like absolute epic film in Peru and you're so adamant you want pay, pay you more money that you won't even do the vocals for the for the audio so they're gonna get someone else to come in and, and dub over your acting that's just crazy to me sorry that's just backwards anyway sorry yeah and to sorry, get sorry. just to think to get that amount of I mean that was probably the catering budget for. The other films such as Ponyo, Pacific Rim, The Abyss, also came out at least ten to twenty years later. Like I don't, it's not the same. I never confessed to being a um, economist or a mathematician, so I really do not know how that money would transfer to uh, uh, money of more recent times. Uh, but I do feel that. That is value for money. Well, how much did The Godfather cost? Probably quite, so it's the same quite a lot more. Oh, his budget was way How much higher. was The Godfather? Uh, <laughs> how much uh, was it? 160 million? Six million. What? Six million. Six million. Sixty-seven point two million. Sixty-seven point two million. No, six six million. Six million. Imagine what he could have achieved with that amount of money. Imagine how many horses could he have had on the raft. How many horses could he have had on the raft? That's the thing with that, that film. I think he probably would have done this. He would have just gone even more outlandish. I think he would have just put got, got more monkeys and you know put more people on rafts and put them down the, the river because he was trying to do something crazy with that. This is all well and good. It's still a bad film at the end no, of the day. I really think that it's you... It's still a bad film. I really feel that, especially the version that you watch, which seemed to be... I, I, you both watched the English version, which I think probably distracted you a bit too much. The German version I watched was superb. No, it's superb. No, it, it was. <laughs> no, I really feel no, that wasn't. you're... No, it wasn't. I really feel that you have been... Um, tricked out of a great viewing experience by the version that you've watched so i really implore all the listeners to go out and watch the german version of this film because i feel it's a superior one if you send me if you send me 50 quid i'll i'll watch it again 50 quid i could i could make 10 minutes of this film for 50 quid uh, <laughs> so you right so both of you are choosing the guerre aguario Oh, come on, Waterworld. I would much rather... Waterworld is stupid. Come on, Aaron, you've got to convince me, Aaron, come on. Right, Waterworld's one of those films where it's just like, right, it's just so stupid, it's so ludicrous, it's so weird, it's so, like, wonderful that you're like, I'll just stick it on. Like, it's like, you know when you, you, you watch, like, Fast and Furious? Like, Fast and Furious wouldn't exist if Waterworld didn't exist because it doesn't take itself... Well, I mean, it does take itself seriously. Hang and on. then Fast and Furious came whoa, and took whoa, whoa, itself whoa. seriously. Waterworld's based on the water. Can't have cars on the water. Fast and Furious is. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Look, if Aguero is able to influence <laughs> Apocalypse Nine, right? If Aguero is Sergio, able to influence Sergio Aguero playing for Man City, yeah, Sarah, Sergio, Sergio Aguero is able to influence Apocalypse Nine. Waterworld is definitely allowed to influence Fast and Furious. What Apocalypse Now is set in the jungles of Vietnam, and Aguero is set in the jungles of Peru. Waterworld is in based off it's in the water off Hawaii and Fast and Furious is in the jungle of San Francisco's racing scene or is it LA I don't even remember no it's LA Ari, I think that was a bad take start again please come on I just think Waterworld is is like silly enough that it's okay to put on like Johnny said he's seen it six times six times it's like a film that you go back to that's so stupid so weird like that you 
you don't mind putting it on. It's not offensive in any way. It's a, I wouldn't say it's an enjoyable experience. I would say it's, it's an experience that will probably make you laugh multiple times. Like I just think of the scene where like, he, is it at the end where the, the bungee scene where he like jumps down and like grabs her and it just goes back up again. Like it's just stupid. Or the introduction where he's peeing into a bowl or the weird Irish character that's like, oh, go, go, would you? go on then. Oh. Like it's just stupid. Whereas like Aguero is not fun at all. And I never want to see that film ever again. Ever, 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 ever. Like, the dialogue was just not good. The main character is an awful human being. Like, he sounds like he's an awful human being. He shot someone. He shot someone's finger off. No, but that wasn't in the film, like, Aaron. That glorify that. You can't bring, it, okay. can't bring things you that are outside this of the film up. into the film. It doesn't matter. This guy thinks he's so good that he wants more money for the dub. That is that is what you need to pay for good actors, and he was a fantastic actor. I would, you just think of Kevin Costner, how 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 he was a fantastic actor in Waterworld. They're both great films, as as I've said. Um, but and you need to make a decision. Aguirre, just think of the shot of the horse uh, th- think no. of the shot of the horse looking looking away the bungee the bungee jumping ant the bungee jump the peeing into a bottle the weird irish guy like the i would love to choose a girl of god just because it would annoy Aaron. but thinking about it i really didn't enjoy watching that film so i'm gonna have to say i really i, I really think that you are mistaken and i implore you to rethink your your choice Aguirre is a classic. It's a masterpiece. Like it's film studies have been done on this, Johnny, all of Johnny, which I have not read. Johnny, what did you think of Captain Phillips? I thought that Captain Phillips was a great film. Okay, I'm gonna go with Aguirre. Wrath of God. I know because uh, look, we all know which film is gonna win. I know which film's gonna win. You know which film's gonna win. Aguero, Aguero shouldn't get third best film in this in this list. It shouldn't. It should be number. It should be the very very bottom. It should be number six. I will take fourth or fifth place, but I will not take third place. It's ridiculous. It's stupid. This film is not good enough to be in that position. It just isn't. I don't understand why we're debating this. I, it doesn't make sense. Aaron, Waterworld. I can take third place for Waterworld. I can definitely take it. But Aguero. Let me just let me just come back to you on on what you said. Waterworld, yes, I have watched six times, and uh, Aguirre, I've only seen once, but I do not know how long I will live on this earth, but I have plenty more times to watch Aguirre, maybe more than six times. Okay, I'm going to try and just, I think I really want to go with Aguirre because I want to annoy Aaron, but I think it's probably the wrong decision, I probably should go with Waterworld. Think about it, and... This is for the listeners. It's not for it's not for it's for everyone, right? You, we cannot we cannot ha- have a list that exists. <laughs> and think about it, and think about it again, and then choose Aguirre, Wrath of God. I can't, I can't yeah, I, I, I really want to, but I can't because I, I really didn't enjoy watching that film. So I'm gonna have to go with what a world, Johnny. It's it. I'm sorry. You are both truly mistaken, and I no longer uh, want to listen to your views regarding films anymore. Oh, Johnny. If you- Johnny's logged off. Can't we? Johnny's just quit the podcast. Is he rage quit? Come back, Johnny. Come on. I'll just message him a sec. Oh, he's 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 coming back. He's coming back, Johnny. So we we agreed. Aguirre is going through to the top spot. Okay. What a world. Sorry. Yeah, but it, I mean, it is in this, which is apparently better than everything else in the world. Because if we we're going off everything else in the world, then Aguirre would be number one because it is the highest voted film on IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes and probably Metacritic, but I've not checked yet. In the losers bracket, we've got Ponyo, The Abyss, and Aguero. In the winners bracket, we've got Captain Phillips, Pacific Rim. What a world. What a world somehow made its way into the top three more films of this season. <laughs> it's not, though. But that's fine. Right, so, loser's bracket. 
there's got to be a fourth best, a fifth best, and a sixth best. I'm just going to throw some numbers out there. I think Ponyo should be fourth. I think Abyss should be fifth. And I think Aguero should be sixth. That's what I think it should be. Um, thoughts? You're clearly wrong. Um, I would put as number four Aguirre, and then I'd have the Abyss, and then Ponyo from number six. <laughs> I'm going to go Ponyo. Number four. I'll give Aguirre Rafa God number five, and then the Abyss number six. Because cause the thing is with the Gear of God is, even though I didn't enjoy watching it, I think the what it did was pretty incredible, and like, and some of the shots will stay stay with me for a long time. I think it is it's such an interesting film; like, it will stay with me. Whereas, like, The Abyss, uh, I mean, I, I know it's my film, but like, like I, I'd happily never watch that again. Whereas, I actually wanted to go back and watch. Aguero Rafa God because I wanted to just see because I feel like I'm missing something from it I feel like there is now that I understand what that film is I can go into it a bit more prepared and I, I should be able to find more, more interesting parts of it and, and appreciate parts of it more whereas the base I'm not bothered about watching again I think it's I've, I've seen what I need to see with that and I'm happy for that to be but but doesn't Six. doesn't the abyss have the best resuscitation scene in the existence of cinema? That's so you know, but but one scene doesn't make a. a... I uh, I can take that. I think that's that's the best of both worlds. I think that's meeting that's meeting us all. That's meeting Johnny halfway. Like I I know I hated that film, but that doesn't mean to say that you guys hated it. And I just couldn't bear with it being top three, but I can bear with it being fifth. Like, The Abyss, take it or leave it. I'm never going to watch that film again. Um, and I'm never going to watch uh, a gear either. So, whereas, like, Ponyo is genuinely a beautiful film. Oh, I'll go back to that film, definitely. I mean, it's, yeah, it, it deserves, that, that really deserves to be in the winner's bracket, but hey-ho. So, you do? bottom three films, Ponyo, Aguirre, very, very bottom, the abyss. Agreed. Johnny? I mean, that's that's what the cards that we've been dealt. Um, <laughs> it's not, it's not yeah, a perfect list. It's not a perfect list, is it? By the, any stretch of the imagination. So, um, Okay. Excellent. So we've got our top three films. Captain Phillips, Pacific Rim, and Waterworld. Before we get into the real two that should be fighting each other, um, what world is dead set on third? Excuse me. It's dead set on third, isn't it? Let's face it. It can't it cannot be second or first. It's it's it's, it's done well to get into the winners bracket. <laughs> yes. Waterworld, uh, probably is the biggest budget out of all these three films. I would have thought so. Probably. I imagine just like if you top cast directed it, Kevin Costner. Yeah. Tom Hanks, mate. Come on. Let's just all agree. Waterworld is third, and then we can talk about the real issue at hand, which is why Pacific Rim is better than Captain Phillips. <laughs> and I'm going to argue that. Johnny, are you happy to have that argument? <sighs> I mean, I I really do feel quite defeated at this point because Aguirre should have definitely been in the top three, no. and it should have been it should have been high up in that top three. Uh, I feel Johnny, like Johnny been... the thing is, you've picked films that are a bit more divisive, haven't you? That's the problem. I mean, not purposefully. I've not seen a Gear Ray until I watched it the other day. And ever since I've watched that film, I thought, gosh, this is probably going to be one of my top 10 films of all time. Um, <laughs> there is no way. You... And <laughs> you guys, like, no. <laughs> you guys are really just taking it out of me. Eh? <laughs> you, what you've done is you've taken your butt and you've just used that as your mouth for like the past like 20 really minutes. Enjoy- There's no way. Really enjoyed that film of all time. Really enjoyed that film and you're just making me feel bad about it. I'm not making you feel bad about it. It was interesting, but top ten of all time, Johnny. Come on, really? Here. That's your top ten? Not all of it. It's not not one one to one to ten. But the thing is, Aaron, he's he's gonna make it his top ten. That he's gonna be yeah, like, yeah, that's because he's just just spite us for the pod, just to make a point. Well, are any are any of these films in your top ten? 
Is Captain Phillips in your top 10? Is Pacific Rim in your top 10? Probably in my top 50. Yeah, maybe. I mean, is is Ponyo in your top 10? Well, it's in the loser's bracket, isn't it? I know. Uh, Ponyo, Ponyo is... Mate, you can't touch Ponyo. That's in the loser's bracket. I know, but I'm I'm just trying to rub salt into the wound. I love Ponyo. I I just think we've done... done, um... Miyazaki a disservice by making him fourth. So anyway, I think Captain Phillips is a phenomenal film, but I don't think you can pick it up and just watch it whenever you want. I think you have to wait a number of years or, you know, every 10 years you can get Captain Phillips out and you can watch it. Or a specific rim is like, get the beers going, have a bit of a, you know, what should we do? You know, it's an enjoyment film. You can go back to maybe once every two years. I think it's going to grow old better than Captain Phillips might. Maybe. Um, I don't know what I was going with that, but I don't know. In, in terms of sheer enjoyment, like I think I prefer Pacific Rim. That's just me like being brutally honest. I feel like I already know the answer. I feel like Captain Phillips is, is probably going to be our number one film for the war theme, and, I, and I, I, I think I'm okay with that, I think. But I, I just think Pacific Rim is a silly blockbuster, as I've already said, where giant robots are beating up giant monsters. Like, it does exactly what it says on the tin. And you don't, you know, you can put it on whenever. Like, it's a, also, it's a, it's a, it surprises you with what it gives you. Whereas, like, with Captain Felix, you know exactly what you're going in for anyway as well. Like, you know this is going to be some sort of weird emotional roller coaster. Like, I think the the thing you need to talk about is, like, the action in the CGI between the 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 monsters and the the robots versus how good the actors are in Captain Phillips because they they're the two big talking points, aren't they? Really. So 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 just to your points. So the point you made was that Captain Phillips you you can watch it once every ten mm-hmm. years versus Pacific Rim you can watch probably every two years. Every two years. I just said before that I'd happily watch Cutting Flips tonight again uh, because it's like versus Ponyo being because it's like quite a slow film. Captain Phillips, even though I've watched it like four times now, I, I, I'm always on edge and I, I never believe that. I never quite, I always think they're going to make different decisions and stuff is going to happen in a bit, everything's going to work out. And it, and it, and like, even though I know what's going to happen, it still keeps me in suspense, which is an amazing thing to be able to do. The fact that you, even though I know what what the outcome of the story is, I'm still like hoping and oh, it's going to be different this time. It's going to be different this time. So that that so that to me that makes it like that 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 goes against what you were just saying then about how um, you get more out of Pacific Rim watching that. You can watch that tonight or whatever. I don't I don't agree. I think Pacific Rim you watch it once. The story's done, and that's it. Okay, what else is just to watch on that? It's like we can go back to it in a few years, fine, because we forget bits of it. But I wouldn't want to watch that over and over again. I mean, this is a film, but it's not—it's not a podcast about watching films over and over again. It should be about what the better film is. I think what Captain Phillips does will hold up way better in the future as well. Like it's just. It's because it's so real. It, it's not relying on CGI that will feel outdated in a few years. It's um, it's recreating a real life event, a historical event that happened, and uh, yeah, I think uh, like it's not necessarily. I wouldn't say Captain Phillips is the best film. It's, it has flaws. There are problems with it, like, but not many. And I think it's it is almost a what it's trying to do it pretty much nails exactly what what they're trying to do with that film like it recreates almost perfectly like what ha- happened they they actually got went and got the exact ships that that, that they were, were hijacked the exact uh lifeboat that was used the exact it was a sister ship of the of the army ship that they used like sorry the not the army the the um, naval ship that they used like it's so well done and well thought out and well and and so much time and effort we put into it and yeah i i just i think again it's difficult to compare isn't it because pacific rim trying to do one thing it does that thing very well and pacific cabinet phillips does another thing different end of the spectrum does it very well i just think the 
Captain Phillips is a better overall film and will hold up better in the future. Um, yeah, it's not necessarily an easy watch because it's a bit more serious content, but I would still every every day of the week prefer to watch Captain Phillips um, over Pacific Rim just because I find after watched after I've watched action sequences for so long or watched them over and over again, I get a bit bored of them. Whereas the sort of interpersonal stuff that's going on with Captain Phillips is more captivating to me. But yeah, that's just my opinion. Johnny, I think you're the deciding. I mean, I'm, you should, what would you like to say? Which way should I fall? There are two options here. Pacific Rim or Captain Phillips. Tom Hanks is a fantastic actor. I really like him in a lot of films. He's probably one of the 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 best um actors out there. I'd say he's got a very strong back catalogue. I would used to say that Kevin Spacey was a good actor, but obviously he's fallen from grace now, so um yeah, he he's gone and wiped off my uh, my good books, but um Tom Hanks is a great actor, and here we're, sh- he, we're showing something really different from from what he's done before, uh, uh, an acting of a, a real-life person in a really emotionally distressed state. I think he does a fantastic job in Captain Phillips um, versus Pacific Rim, which is mon- uh, monsters and robots just beating the heck out of each other. It's really fun, really entertaining. Um, easy to watch. Um, there are some odd sections, as I mentioned before, with the joining of the two people. <laughs> but really, what we do need to appreciate is that Waterworld has <laughs> some great merits, which I really feel that you've both overlooked vastly. Um, but. I really don't think at this point in the podcast and at this late hour I can persuade you to change your votes from what they currently are. So if I was to choose between Pacific Rim and Captain Phillips, I would choose Captain Phillips. I mean, just just to reiterate, that final scene... Where he gets mm, off absolutely. the lifeboat, absolutely, and he breaks down with the the medic. He's just will stick with me for the rest of my life. Like it's so intense and such an amazing scene, and it's literally just two people in a room, not, not, and there's no robots battling each other and beating each other over the I, I just, head. It's yeah. just, it's just so. It's just like yeah, it's amazing. And it's so simple. Uh, at the end of the day, Captain Phillips is the, the right choice for this season's winner like in terms of just like human experience i think um and i don't really know what the point of choosing water was and i don't really know what where we were going with it but i do think that captain phillips is the right choice to be number one i just think tom hanks is a phenomenal actor paul is a great director and I just think, I don't know. It's that again, as you said, it's like that last scene when she's like, are you okay? And he's like, do you know where you are? Is that your blood? Like, and it, like, it says something that I came in halfway through that film because it was on TV and then I watched it till the end and I got to the the scene where that, that exact scene and it nearly, nearly burst into tears because he's just... At that point, yeah, you, you're right. You, you don't see him as an actor anymore. You see him as a human being going through this horrific experience that you've somehow been in, unfortunate or, you know, you somehow you're involved in it. And I just, it really is powerful enough, you know. Where water comes into it is that, I don't know, but Captain Phillips is a good, good film. Ultimately, it's a, it's a story about pirates, isn't it? So, I mean... I, just grown up Captain yeah. Hook. Yeah, why why didn't um, Pirates of the Caribbean come up? Why didn't anyone pick that? A hook. Or a hook, yeah. Looky looky, I got a hooky. Rufio. Uh, 
Love that film. Oh, right. So, Ant. Ant. You are this season's winner. Mm-hmm. You own the crown for the water. The big, the biggest splash. The film for the biggest splash was Captain Phillips. And the film with the wettest fart was the abyss. It should be a top and bottom. I just want to thank the listeners for sticking with us. Um, I know it's been a bit of a long one. These ones probably will usually be a long one because you'll have to sit and listen to us bicker um, over and over again about which film is the best one. But I just again want to congratulate Ant for winning with Captain Phillips. Well done, Ant. Um, also, congratulate you for being the, the loser as well. So you're, I don't know if that cancels it out or not, but um, you know, whatever. Not, not. I took a risk of the abyss. I've never seen it yeah, before. Exactly. So yeah, exactly. You took a risk and it didn't, didn't pay off, but you made the best choice for this season. I also just want to remind the listeners, um, please, next season is your season. We're choosing four films, so four films at random. So we need four listeners to send in their film choices. Um, if you could, yeah, just sends a little bit of information, maybe an audio clip or something, and each week we're going to choose a film, and then at the end, again, we will decide which one was our favourite and which one was a stinker. Are there any restrictions? No, I think it would be uh, pretty funny. I hope that like, basically three listeners come together and choose like the entirety of High School Musical, like one, two, and three. <laughs> <laughs> so you get like High School Musical 1, uh, and then like Mario Bros, and then High School Musical 3. <laughs> Um, but anyway yeah um, thank you so much for listening to us um, and we will see you next time see you guys bye